Welcome back to Forgotten Country. I'm your host, Dana Wrights, and you're watching episode seven. We're going to be joined by a special guest, Marina Hassan, who is a public figure, a social activist, and a certified trainer who has a master's in communication arts and has garnered views of uh, 30 million worldwide. And she has a very strong presence on social media, and I couldn't think of a better person to join us today on our topic, which is the power of social media and its global impact. So without further ado, let's welcome Marina. Welcome to Forgotten Country, Marina. I am so happy to have you on here. Thank you so much for agreeing for this interview. So today's topic is interesting for both of us because we've had a heavy social media presence for, you know, a lot of our life. And I think there was no one better than you to talk um, about this topic on the power of social media today. You know, we all know about the positives and the negatives. Um, but, you know, what I really want to focus on today is how far reaching social media has gotten, you know, with, with 3.6 billion users um, mm -hmm. on social media, it's shaped our culture, um, the way people look at the world, um, and as, as well as our behavior. Uh, yes. So, um, Marina, you know, you've, you've made videos and content. Uh, uh, mainly in Arabic, which I don't understand. I'm not an Arabic speaker, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, with some of the help of the translations, I was able to see that you talk about social media often and the good that it does. Um, but I'm just such a skeptic, you know, I, I don't, I don't see, um, I mean, I do see some of the good, you know, it brings like-minded people together, but there are just so many negatives in the world today from, you know, heightened depression and anxiety amongst young people and, um, you know, body image issues uh, amongst women, negative behavior that's out there, like, you know, that we want to protect our own children from. So can you tell me a bit more about, you know, your positive stance and why you feel this way? <laughs> okay. Uh, first, first of all, hello, Zainab, and hello to all the, the viewers who are watching this interview. I'm so happy to be here today with you. And as you said, social media has been such a major part of both of our lives. And if we want to talk about it, like it, we can talk for hours and hours. Yeah. Uh, just to talk about a few ways in which social media has affected our lives. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to discussing the positives and the negatives of social media, to be frank with you, I don't exactly stand at a positive viewpoint from social media. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I find social media quite neutral. And I think that you cannot say, you cannot say that social media is whether positive or negative. For, for example, if I show you a knife, you cannot say whether it's positive or negative. It all depends on how you use it. So to me, it's just a tool, nothing more, nothing less. Mm. Mm. It all depends about how we use it. But if I must mm. discuss the positives of social media, I can say definitely that it presented an equal opportunity for freedom of speech. Because if we look back at the days, like back in the days, people needed to own a radio station. They needed to own a TV channel. 
They needed to own some sort of journal or newspaper to be able to express their opinion to the mass. That's But true. Now, I, we, I see that, yeah. Yeah, so, so now since we all have an equal opportunity to express ourselves, putting aside algorithm and how Facebook might ban certain content or leave other content, of course, this is a major issue in itself. But mm -hmm. this was such a groundbreaker in the world of freedom of speech. And this is what I love about it. Because now no one can tell us, oh, you need to have certain power, certain money to express how you're thinking, what you're feeling. But also just like we can express our freedom in a positive way to impact the world in a positive manner. We can also express in a negative way. And mm. here we can talk for hours about this topic. Right. Um, yeah. we, we, you know, we, there's the study I just um, read about. There's yeah. a correlation of 13 to 66% for depression amongst young people who do spend time on social media. Um, and, and the study in 2018 also found a correlation between social media and disordered eating amongst young, young women, especially. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, you, we both know there's a lot of flaunting and kind of, you know, that freedom of expression can also go in a, a different way, right? Like from yeah. like you know, revealing, we were built... revealing yourself. Exactly, Zainab. We were built in a way to be social. Hmm. So when we frame our social behavior within a screen and internet connection, there's something wrong about this. Like we need eye contact. We need to feel the people around us. We need to observe their entire body language. We need this interaction that is not interrupted or intermediated by screens. Mm -hmm. So as a person who studied uh, social sciences, I know for a fact that screen will never 100% take the place of everyday face-to-face -face human contact. But mm -hmm. these studies, they don't talk about the positives, which can be, for example, the rise in, in business. Mm -hmm. Like, can you imagine if... Every one of us who needed to open a store, needed to own a place, mm. like they need to rent an office, rent a, a studio, for example, just like we're doing. If we need yes. to rent a studio, we needed to rent a store and mm. so on. So now with the opportunity to have online businesses, this is major also. Mm. So we, we talked previously about freedom of speech. Now we're talking about mm. business. We can even talk about education. Mm. Like I know a guy who became a Hirox top Iraq stop um, cameraman just from learning from YouTube. Mm. So, so many opportunities, but, but we should still consider how we are interacting so that we don't deprive ourselves from the basic human interaction that we need and that is indispensable. I mean, we, so Marina, you and I as women, right? Especially yeah. Muslim women who cover with the veil and we are both uh, from conservative societies, you know, who don't really favor the women to be going out there. Um, like I'm Indian, so we're very traditional. Um, and it's a very new thing for women to be on social media, talking, you know, like, mm -hmm. like both of us are. I don't know, like your culture, but I'm guessing, yeah, would it be a similar experience? It's quite similar, in fact. Since mm -hmm. I started my journey on social media, it has been a roller coaster. I keep getting comments about you're a girl, you should not be on social media. What are you doing here? Your face, your hands, your voice, everything about you just screams, this is fitna. Mm -hmm. And especially when I first started, imagine mm -hmm. if your first video in itself went viral, your very first video. So mm -hmm. imagine 
receiving about 2,000 negative comments telling you that you should stop. In your first interaction on social media, you get 2,000 comments telling you to stop. This is, this is wrecking. And mm -hmm. at some point, I, I fell for it and I was like, no, I need to stop. What I'm doing is wrong. And I even posted on social media that I'm going to stop and I apologize for people if I did anything wrong and so on. Until mm -hmm. God sent me uh, a person and she was like, what are you doing? We need you here. You are the voice of women, of Arab women. Um, we need more people like you. And if you stop, this in itself is a mistake. This is the mistake mm -hmm. that, that you're doing, not filming videos. Mm -hmm. So she made me rethink my decision and I continued mm -hmm. and I thank her for that deeply. Mm. Um, it's, it's not easy. If it were easy, a lot of people would have done it. But uh, yeah. and God and society and history gives credit to those who take the first leap, the leap of faith. I feel and like, they, I feel like the, the, the noise of hate and um, negative comments is louder than, you know, positivity. I, I know, for example, for myself, I know that there's many people who love what I do. But it's the people who will find something wrong and, and, and they'll be the loudest ones. And, and it does affect us, right? From the other mm -hmm. end, we start questioning ourselves. We start feeling like, oh, we're alone. Nobody likes us. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like it is, it's kind of a war to be uh, out here trying to do good things on social media where, you know, it's all about how you look you know, what you post, what you're eating. Um, Such a and, challenge. And it's very, it's very frivolous. Like for a lot of what social media is and how the algorithms are set up, mm -hmm. we have to admit that it is for frivolous, materialistic purposes. Um, and and it, it takes one video for us to say something that the algorithm doesn't like. And it's gone. just like that, you know. So So how do you like balance that by, you know, by being out there, but also speaking the truth fearlessly. I take my, um, my source of encouragement from two places. First of all, from my dear followers who keep pushing me further and they're always like, please don't stop, we need more content. And this makes me feel like this type of content is needed. Mm -hmm. So whenever I feel discouraged, I remember their comments, I remember their messages, and it gets me to start a new day and create more content. This is from one side. Mm -hmm. And the other side that really helps me to, to continue is that I try to balance my public life with my private life. And what I do in my private life is that I try to really um, get closer to God. Mm -hmm. And I try to learn more stuff. And the closer you are to God, and the more knowledge you keep building and you keep gaining, you feel responsible for sharing them. Because mm. it doesn't make sense to me when a person comes and he or she learns something new and they don't want to share it with the world. Like, mm. why, why are you being so greedy? Mm. It's your responsibility to share it with the world. So the more I force myself to learn and to become closer to God, closer to my deen, it pushes me to be someone responsible and to feel that even if I'm going to get some heavy backlash, I'm going to continue. And I'm going to post because now it's my duty. Mm. So this is what I do. So you come from a point of that I need to share my knowledge rather than share my knowledge in, in the God-centric framework rather than this is my achievement. I am, you know, 
So it even it even reaches a point where I'm like, Marina, if you're not gonna share it, I will I will forbid you from learning anything. Mm-hmm. So you want to learn something? Okay, you can learn, but you have to share it with people. Mm-hmm. And and this is how I force myself to continue. So but what, like, sometimes what you, you need say... to play these mental tricks. But 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 you know that's uh, social media. It is a slippery slope, right? And I I will be the first, Marina. I'll be the first to admit this because you know I've I if you, if you know I what I like about social media though it's like it's a mirror, right? It gives mm. you because I've been on it for a long time, and yeah. I'm able to go back into my old videos and see how I was, how I used to dress, how I used to you know appeal to the public. Um, mm-hmm. And it really shows you, like, you know, hopefully a better transformation through time. And and I look at my past videos, I'm like, oh, my God, who was I? What was I thinking? I'm so embarrassed, you know? Yeah. And it really gives you a reality check. But it also really opened my eyes when I saw that within myself. Is like, you know, it's a slippery slope because you really don't know when your ego creeps in, when mm. you're... When it's like, you know, they say that ego is like a black ant and a black knight on a black rock. Like you just, it's, it's hard. It's hard and you can miss it sometimes. So, yeah. you know, how do you stay grounded um, while, while, you know, wanting to do good things, but also being grounded that it's, it's that what you talked about, that's at the forefront than, than what, you know, you want to portray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I won't hide it and I always admit it whenever I'm asked I tell them when I first started mm. it was a battle with my ego and and this is this doesn't come as a surprise because every everybody who starts their journey on social media they need to reach a point where they're like oh am I a big shot like am I somebody important now like oh mm-hmm. like you start to, to get like these like uh, butterflies of ego and mm. like it, it's something that must happen Okay, once you're succeeding. But I I got over them. It's going to sound like I keep giving the same answers, but it's true. Like, I'm, I'm being genuine. Like, knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Like, the more you learn, the more you become full as a person and rich from the inside. Mm-hmm. And you start to belittle all these little ego stuff and all these appearances. You start to belittle... Or these, all these needs to show who you are and like prove yourself to others. You don't care. You're mm. so happy. You're so content with what you're learning, with what you're achieving, with your mind that's growing. That you don't, you don't care about what people think and feel about you. And it's like it's like that saying, right? That you know, the more I know, the more I realize how little I know. Exactly. It's just this, it, it actually could make you more humble. Exactly. Um, and with I've that been, God-centric framework, right? I, I've been around amazing, amazing people. And mm. when you ask them to introduce themselves, they're like, oh, my name is XYZ. I do this. Thank you. That's all they say. Mm. And they are extraordinary. Mm. So you look, uh, and you look at yourself then and you're like, oh, what do I do? Like, I make videos <laughs> for social media. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, get over yourself. <laughs> no. So yeah. this is why I just, I love education and I love how it changes people from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, I want to show you a video and okay. uh, I want to get your reaction on it because really, you know, a lot of people are 
using social media as a tool for self-validation, you know? Okay. Like you post a video and you're like, how many likes did it have? It didn't do well. Oh no, that means people don't like what I have to say. Yeah, or don't um, like me. Or, or don't like <laughs> me. And it's like, you know, you go go down this roller coaster and that's why a lot of people have depression, right? Yeah. Um, so I want to show you this video. Let me okay. share my screen. How about you? I mean, I don't talk to my family. What a very relevant. They're irrelevant. None of them have followers. If they got followers or got rich, I'd probably talk to them again. Now, hang on a minute. Did you just say I don't talk to my family because they don't have followers? If they had followers, they'd be here right now. You talk about your mother? I mean, my mom has more followers than my sister. <laughs> it's your mother. What do you what what difference she make? What do you care if she has followers or not? It's your mother. Can anyone tell me like what I would talk to my mom about if she's not going to be making me relevant? <laughs> yeah, like, hi, mom. Now I have a career and I'm famous. Like, that's what happens when you get famous. You cut people off. With all respect to the person, I, I respect him regardless of whatever his situation is, his situation with his mother. But it's sad to see that that he even got to a point where he forgot his family ties in the name of likes and views and followers. And being and being relevant. And being I relevant. That that word is is the big thing now, right? People yeah. wanna be relevant. They wanna like, be in the know. Like if if I was able to talk to this guy, I would ask him, Okay, so you get followers. Let's say you got what do you want? Ten million followers? Twenty million? A hundred million? Okay. Then what? Like, like, where does it end? Where's your mm. ultimate goal? I want to know. It's so strange. You know, I was, this reminds me of a story. Yeah. I was just uh, talking to my husband. He was a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Huge, mm. like huge. And um, I asked him, you know, you don't remember Kobe Bryant. You know why? Like, I've never seen you cry for him. Like, you know, it just, it occurred to me one day. I'm like, you loved him so much. You watched all his videos. You know, he was so famous. But I've never seen you really talk about him and his legacy and you don't remember him. I mean, I'm not saying like to remember him in your prayers or anything, but like you never really remember him. And um, my husband said something to me and I was like, whoa. And he's like, you don't understand he didn't really mean anything to me like so why should i remember him and that day it hit me that like you know you can have the biggest following and you can have you can be the most famous person you can have all the success in your world and but it's it's the end of the day it's your loved ones and the people who knew you personally that are really going to be there for you and remember you when you're gone and I think that, like, that's really the perspective we need to really come from is like, keep, keep this in the forefront is like, yeah, you're sharing goodness and knowledge with the world, but don't forget that, you know, that's really at the end of the day, this is God's world. And we, we're not as significant as we think we are, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What do you think? Even. Even the, the purpose in itself, like the goal of being remembered in itself to me lacks depth. 
because you can be remembered for the worst of things, right. for, for killing people, for mm. making world wars. Mm. Is this what counts? Like mm. you need, the purpose should be to create a difference in a way that if it were for your existence, mm. the way wouldn't be paved the same for future generations. Mm. It's this person that will change the course of history. This is what matters. Whether they, rem they remember you by name or not, it doesn't matter. Mm. It's about leaving a real change, whether it's assigned to your name or not. Mm. And that's a powerful note to end on because really, I think that with great power, like you said, you argued that, you know, social media does wield a lot of power today. You know, there are a lot of positives. I, I feel like, I mean, us at TMJ is one huge example, right? We didn't have to be a huge, like, um, tycoon to be owning a media outlet. We we said that, you know, we have to, we're journalists. We need to say something in the world. And social media enabled us to do that. Um, but with great power comes great responsibility. And um, we need to really keep, all of that at bay when we're we're trying to i guess achieve something on social media no, do you have I any know. final thoughts yeah I, I just like to leave the message for, for all the girls who are going to watch this interview i just want to tell them that in our world and the way it is the way it's composed all its elements are interplaying in the formation of the youth and the minds mm -hmm. of the youth we mm -hmm. need we need more role models we need mm -hmm. them. So don't say, no, I'm a girl. I should not be on social media. Don't be like, no, I'm a girl. I should only be a stay-at-home mom. I deeply respect stay-at-home mom. And if it weren't for them, there wouldn't be families left anymore. But if a girl, let's say she's not even married. If a girl is married but has so much more power and energy left, why let it go to waste? You know, the same energy will demand you to use it. So you're either going to use it in silly stuff like watching series and, and like gossiping right, or whatever, right, or you're right. going to employ it in a way that mm. will help all your community and in a way that will make God brag about you among the angels. Mm. So we need more role models. We do. And in, in that sense, you know, it, it, if, if we're being honest, I feel like a lot of times social media has held me accountable. You know, like you said, if we're in the process of learning and growing, somebody leaves a comment that asks us a question, I'm going to have to go back <laughs> and do my research if I don't understand an issue. And that yeah. way I'm learning more. Mm -hmm. So it really does enable us to really, um, you know, go down a path, which is also good for us. So I think you're absolutely right. Thank you so much for joining me today, Thank Marina, and uh, sharing your wisdom with us. And It was my I pleasure. Hope all of you benefited from this interview and I hope to speak to you more inshallah. Thank you for watching episode 7 of Forgotten Country. I can't wait to see you next time and if you enjoyed watching this video, please give it a like, a share and a subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post weekly content.